Cells 101. I don't know if that was loud for y'all. That was kind of loud in my ears. Anyways. All right. So it's kind of a Monday motivation little uh, podcast here. And one thing I'm going to talk about is about um, confidence. And I'll get, in that, I'll get into that here in just a little bit. But before I get started, if y'all want to reach out to me or if y'all want to connect with me, connect with me on Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E, at TNT Dad 2728 on Instagram, and um, Tony in parentheses, Anthony, last name, Story on LinkedIn. All right, and if you get great content out of this podcast, please give me a five-star review and share it with somebody, private message, DM, whatever you want to do, just please share this with somebody. Other than that, man, I think my listenership is going down a little bit. Uh, maybe I'm just doing too many advertisements or what. I don't know. Maybe I'm kind of repeating myself. I have no clue. But anyways, heading into Monday. And uh, I hope all of y'all are having a good, strong month. Uh, if not, you know, I think what that is attributed to is your confidence, okay? So let me kind of break this down a little bit. When salespeople come to the desk and they have a manager take a turn or whatnot, the thing is, is yeah, sometimes the manager will say exactly what the salesperson says, and they'll close them down um, only because they're a manager or the sales manager goes out and closes the deal because they have the confidence in what they're saying. And sometimes that confidence is lacked by the salesperson. All right, so how do you build confidence? Um, there's no direct way to do it, but one of the ways I built my confidence in the car business is I just constantly trained. I, I trained when nobody was looking. I trained when uh, everybody was looking. And I did everything I could just to build that confidence. I built my knowledge up. I built my reassurance. I did everything that I knew possible to help me be uh, not the go-to guy, but confidence in what I was saying to the to, saying to the customer. So how do you do that as a salesperson? Okay, guys. One of the key ways to build your confidence as a salesperson is to listen to podcasts, read books, um, train, um, whether it be YouTube, face, whether it be YouTube, or the dealership that provides your training or the, um, uh, or, man, what was I going to say? Or whether, just any kind of training that you can do to sit there and make yourself successful. Um, the one thing I like to do is like to train on all aspects of the, of the business. Um, and with that being said, how do I sit there and do a proper meet and greet? You know, that was the one thing when I started in the car business, I made sure that I got my meet and greet down solid, right? Um, and what I wanted to say and how I wanted to say it. Because I knew that would lead into confidence when I met the customer. So, for example, whenever I first got into the business, the meet and greet that we had is, hey, are you here to see somebody? If they said, no, okay, cool. Have you ever been to Legacy before? Are you here to, uh, what are you here to accomplish today? Have you, have you um, ever been to Legacy Ford before? And if they said yes or no, um, that would be like, okay, well, cool. Let me tell you one thing about us as a dealership. You know, we're, we're a President's Award winning dealership. Um, we've won several President's Award. And that's due to the outstanding customer service that we provide. And not only that, we're the only dealership in, in the Fort Bend region or in the Houston region that offers a lifetime powertrain warranty on all brand, all new vehicles. So what I'd like to do to save us us and you a lot of time, I'd like to bring you into the dealership, just do a quick needs assessment. We can we can walk around the whole entire dealership if you'd like to, but or the lot if you want to, but it's hot and you might get sweaty or it's cold or it's rainy, whatever it is. Um, let's just get on inside. I'll do a quick needs assessment. I'll pull that vehicle up for you that you, you're most, most likely desiring, and I'll do a quick uh, quality presentation over it, and then uh, we'll go on from there. And when I said that, I said it with utmost confidence, but I, ha I had to repeat that to myself a multitude of times. 
Now, is that how I, how I said it every time? No, but I got confidence in the verbiage of what I said in order to get the customer in the dealership and to offer them the proper needs assessment. And then once I got them into the dealership, once again, building my confidence. I did a needs assessment with, oh man, man, I don't know if I'm just getting old or heartburn's getting me. Excuse me. I don't know if, um, I don't know at that point what I did um, to, once I got them in the dealership, sorry, I'm going way off here. When I got them into the dealership, then I went over and did a needs assessment. I, 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 I pretty much wrote everything down. So if I forgot the name of the customer on the lot, once again, building confidence, because if, if you don't know something, you have to have the confidence to do it. And so what I would typically say, once I would have a customer in the dealership, I would then say, hey, look, um, I, I forgot, how did I spell your first name? Whether it be John or something like that, in that case, I look stupid. Um, they would write, write that out for me. And then I would go on to ask them their address, phone number, and their email address. Now, most customers, most salespeople are scared to ask that because they're scared to ask for that personal information. But I'll tell you one thing. When you do it over and over and over and over again, it becomes second nature, right? You, do you know how many times you go to Academy and you type in your address? Or there's a multitude of times that you freely type in your stuff um, at other locations because of the simple fact you trust the company that you're working with. Now, that's the same thing there at the dealership you work at. You gotta trust the company you work for. You gotta make them trust the company that they're working with, whether that be you or somebody else. And the other thing is, you just gotta give them, give them a, uh, a value to the reason why you need their address. So for example, I always tell customers, and once again, this is just building confidence in what you say. This is not a needs assessment training. This is not anything like that, guys. I'm just teaching you how to build confidence because I think that's what we need uh, more in the car, car business, right? Um, I think you know we're, we're un, untrained, uh, unskilled professionals, so are we, us as managers send out, send out untra- untrained and unskilled professionals, and I think this is what you need to do, guys. I think you all need to build y'all's confidence, okay? So with that being said, whenever I'd get a customer to give me their address, I would simply just ask the question, hey, um, one thing is I don't want to make, I want to make sure if I get stolen, uh, whether you steal me or not, I want to make sure they know where to find me. So the only thing is I need, just need your address or if you'd like to give me your driver's license because we need to go on a test drive anyways. Um, I just need your driver's license and I'll write down your address. Um, sometimes, you know, if you want to move forward with the purchase, whether it be today or tomorrow or a week or a month from now, uh, Ford sometimes puts, puts incentives out and uh, it's not always tied to your, your address. Sometimes it's tied to your phone number or your email address. Now, that's way, that, those are the ways we can find it. So um, if you don't mind, give me your phone number. Uh, I'll put it in the system. And once I put that in the system, I'm going to send you a quick text message to opt you in to text me um, whether we buy a car today or not. And the very last thing, on your email address, okay? We do send out specials throughout the week and the month, whether it be through parts or service or sales. Just like to have your email address that way. In case we don't end up moving forward today, you can look for a special down the road because you provided them a value as to why to give you the information. But also, you've said it enough times with the confidence. You've always done that confidence. Uh, You've done this enough times that you feel confident in what you say. If you haven't done enough times or you haven't practiced enough times that after about two weeks you can't say this or spit this out, guys, I'm telling you, guys and gals, you're gonna be in a bad situation in the car business. You need to repeat yourself over and over and over and over and over and over again. There's sometimes when I go out there and I take a turn on a customer and I say some off the wall stuff. And it's really not off the wall, it's more direct than it is anything, but it sounds like it's off the wall because of what we say in the car business and how we peddle around customers' feelings. I don't tend to peddle around customers' feelings because I don't feel the need that you need to do that because 
I think people always want to be kind of treated right and they want the right answer and they want to be uh, not lied to. So, you know, and I think sometimes you have to be direct to get the answer you want. So with that being said, um, the thing you have to do is you have to build that confidence in what you say. Now, before I say some of the stuff that seems like it's off the wall sometimes, or it seems like that, you know, <clears throat> what the hell did you just say? I repeat myself. I build whatever confidence I need to do to say the things I need to say to the customer. So that way, when it comes out, it comes across with confidence and not like I'm second guessing what I'm saying. You understand? Okay. So when I go on my runs in the morning and, and I'm going to do a podcast probably either Wednesday or um, next Monday over habits. But the thing is, is guys, you have to develop a routine in which you're building your confidence, whether that be, like I said, be through training. If you have to watch the same training video five times and you have to repeat what they say five times, then you, that's what you have to do. Sorry. Same thing goes, I hate Chinese, so that's why I'm kind of gassy. Same thing goes if you have to read a book a multitude of times to develop that confidence. You need to do it. If you need to do one-on-one -on -one training with somebody, whether you need to do role-playing, whether you need to do all that stuff, that's what helps build confidence in what you say and what you do. Okay? Now, before I go any further, I want you all to jump into this little commercial, um, you know, whatever uh, advertisement it is, whether it be Spotify um, or the Anchor app or whatever it may be. Just give it a quick one minute and I'll be back with you. All right, guys, I am back and gassier than ever. It's not coming out my butt, it's coming out my mouth, and that's why I'm burping so much because of the Chinese food. But um, <laughs> what was I talking about? Oh, building that confidence. Um, you know, it, it's taken quite a bit of time uh, for me to get, the, get in the area I am where, where I'm as confident as I am, but the same thing goes for those that get into finance, okay? Um, like I told you, I'm not going to just hit on salespeople because I think in every area, in every department, you know, you need to have that confidence. Now, I will tell you this much as a salesperson, I don't think you should always be product knowledge and presentation. I think over time, you should evolve and you should be more than product knowledge and presentation because I think that's the only way to be successful in the car business, okay? So please understand, when a, when a manager sits there and says only product knowledge and presentation is what you need to know, I completely, completely disagree with. I think over time, need to develop the skills to overcome all sorts of all sorts of objectives, whether it be interest rate questions, um, overlying on the trade, um, addendums, pricing, you know, whatever that may be. I think that's what creates a skilled professional. So, you know, if a customer is asking you a question on the lot, you know, product knowledge and presentation isn't always going to work. Sometimes you have to give them more more information. You just have to give them more information to get them in the door. Um, it's a very information-driven world, and, and it's a very loud world. The business world, is, the car business world, along with any retail business, is a very loud world. Um, you can instantly look up anything and, and compare and price shop anything within five minutes of being at a dealership, at a, um, at a uh, restaurant. You can do anything you want to do, and you can have it done within five minutes. And so that's why I think it's not always the best thing to tell a salesperson that product knowledge and presentation are the, you know, the, all, the only things they need to know. I think they need to evolve over time. I think you need to be um, in the car business, and, and this is building on the confidence that we have um, that you need to become um, more of a, a physician assistant or a doctor. And Ali Reda said this in a previous podcast of his, but uh, you're almost like a doctor in the car business. Customer, like for instance, 
when a, when a sales, when a customer comes into a doctor's office and they, and they start having issues, whether it be, you know, their wrist, their ankle or whatnot, the, um, the doctor diagnoses them, right? They, they, they start building that rapport. They start asking them questions. How's everything going? And they start asking them questions. Uh, about their symptoms, you know, is the ankle hurt when I turn this way? Does the ankle hurt when I turn that way? Does the ankle hurt whenever you apply pressure like this? And they ask them all these simple questions. And why do they do that? They diagnose the problem. So if you don't have the confidence to ask those particular questions, you know, hey, Mr. Customer, why are you looking at a truck? Well, because I want a truck. Okay. Is there a particular reason why you want a truck? And not that you're being too intrusive or, or you know, wanting to create too much of a uh, headache, but like, why is it that you need a truck? What kind of truck do you need? Do you need a small one, big one, or, or a large one? Um, you know, small truck, mids, uh, a, a large truck, or, or you know, a, a, a half ton, quarter ton, or a three quarter ton, or do you just need a small truck? And the thing is, is if you learn how to diagnose the customer's problem versus just trying to sell them a vehicle, um, that's when you become more of a, um, a customer service provider and you are gonna sell more cars. But that all comes down to the confidence that you have in not only your product, you know, whatever brand you work for, you know, whatever product that, you, that you're selling, you need to have that confidence in your product. You have confidence in, you know, the trim levels, you need to have confidence in, you know, what the features and benefits of that certain trim level is. And if you, because if you don't know that, you can't land your customer on the right vehicle and sometimes they're gonna put them on the wrong vehicle. So product knowledge is a key. Being a product knowledge expert where you know everything from horsepower to torque, that's up to you. Um, I would never was that guy, but I knew enough just to get me by in order to say, hey, if, if I don't know the answer to that question, I'm gonna look it up, I'm gonna get somebody else that knows that answer for you. But I knew enough about the features that most customers would wanna know about. Technology, safety, those particular things and um, just the, the, the customer-centric things uh, that were important to them. Hey, does it have the proper get up and go? Does it have the same stopping feature? You know, does it have the blind spot monitoring system? Like, well, should I be confident in it? It's all those little, all those little features that you know, I think you need to know as you get, um, and, then, and that, that, that is product knowledge and presentation, but I think over time you need to have that confidence. Ask your finance manager questions, interest rate questions, rebate questions, Learn what $1,000 does to a car deal. Learn what $2,000 does to a car deal. Learn what LTV is, loan to value. Learn all these things that you need to know in order to make you an elite salesperson. Okay, now those of y'all that in finance, and then I'll get on to the managers real quick. When you are in finance or you get into finance, if you have a menu-based dealership that does menus um, to present their products, I highly recommend that. And I highly recommend that you train on that whether you go to a training class or you do it directly at the dealership, you need to consistently train on those features, okay? And how do you do that? You do that by sitting and go home, going home to your wife, your spouse, your significant other, and acting as if they're the customer. You also need to do that in front of other sales, salespeople, other finance managers, and those that are, that are selling your product. For instance, you know, if you sell for a JM&A, you need to have your JM&A rep come out there and you need to present the products to him that way you don't misspeak and he, and he knows how you're representing the product. That way, if there is a, a, an issue later on, he knows what you said and what you didn't say. And that's, that's one of those key things, okay? Or she, whatever way you wanna do it. But I think one of the key things on being a finance manager is sitting there and training consistently. 
when you get done with a customer, and this is how I, I guarantee you're gonna develop confidence in the finance department. When you get done with a customer, sit back, look at what products you didn't sell, or look at whether you sold the product and you cheap sold it or you sold it with some gross behind it, and I will tell you this much. The thing, the thing that will happen is, is you'll self-evaluate and you'll learn to sit there and say, well, I should have said this or I should have done that, and that is the key thing in building your confidence whenever you come and meet the next customer that's gonna be potentially like the previous customer you had, okay? Um, now, on to sales managers. My very last stop, and then I will be done with this podcast. Um, as a sales manager, if you sit there and say that I'm not a good trainer or I don't know how to train my salespeople, it's because you're not confident in what you say or what you do. What happened was is that you got promoted either too fast or you forgot the basic skills needed to just even to begin to sell a car because you've been in a management status, whether it be finance or whatnot, and you're not confident in that and you'd rather preach it than actually go out there and do it. So as a sales manager, you constantly need to be sharpening your skills. So yes, you do need to train. You need to be trainable. So with that being said, you need to ask your managers if you can go to training courses. You also need to read books on leadership, on how to be a leader. You need to listen to podcasts on how to be a leader. And when you do that, it builds your confidence in what you say and the actions that you do. A salesperson will never listen to a non-confident leader. They don't believe them, they don't trust them. A salesperson will never believe somebody that only displays the actions, that only displays the words, but not the actions behind what it takes to be successful. So when you're sitting there and you're telling your salespeople to train, that means you also need to train. With confidence, you can sit there and say, hey guys, look, you need to train on this, I've done it, I've walked through it. Hey, guys, with confidence, when we go out and talk to the customers, this is what we need to say, because you went out and talked to the customers. Hey, guys, I know that you have to make 20 phone calls, or gals, sorry, guys or gals, you need to make 20 phone calls, at least talk to eight people, because I know that's the math, because I've been doing it just as long as y'all have, and I did it, I did it, for, I did it all week last week. Because that's what I do, and I'm not saying I'm the best, it's just I still have key features that I need to learn as a leader and as a manager, but I will tell you this much, when my salespeople know that I'm gonna go out and talk to their customer or that I'm gonna ask them to make phone calls, they have confidence in the fact that I did, I'm doing what I told them to do. So, how do we build confidence? We continue to sharpen our skills. We do it every day, whether that be doing role playing, watching videos that the manufacturer provides, watching YouTube videos, learning on your own, or reading books. If y'all want any good books to read, please hit me up. I will give y'all any good books to read. Um, I read a lot of them. I usually read just marketing and advertising books, but I also read leadership books too. So do not be afraid to hit me up if you have any questions in regards to that, okay? All right, well, I think I've uh, said enough here. I don't think I can go on too much more. Um, if y'all are wanting to generate your own leads, please do not, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. Um, phone sites is the uh, website that I use to generate websites. So please reach out to me. Um, I, I think that you know you using TrueCar and all that stuff is not a dying breed, but I think your quality of lead source or lead that's being generated is um, not at the level that it used to be. I think people are kind of numb to that anymore. So you know I think people will trust a person more than more than they'll trust a company sometimes, especially if you're referred to them or whatnot. So. 
Uh, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach me on that, guys. Um, other than that, if you want to reach, uh, share this with somebody, make sure you private message, DM them, um, sending in a text message. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I do have email templates. Um, I do have, you know, uh, I will jump on a phone with you. I've jumped on a phone, on a phone with a couple people. So, you know, if you have any questions, um, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'll definitely um, answer any of the questions you have. Or if you have an idea about a podcast, please just give me an idea. If you have a question, an objection you're trying to overcome, an issue that you're having at your dealership, I'll give you my insight on it and I'll tell, you know, maybe I think if I think you'll probably won't be the, other, the only one. So I think other people will have that same issue. So please don't hesitate to reach out to me. All right, guys, if you want to follow me on Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E, Instagram at TNT Dad2728, LinkedIn, Tony in parentheses. Anthony, last name, Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. All right, guys. Um, this could be the hardest five-figure business or the easiest six-figure business. Let that sink in. Let that go with what you're... Go, let that sink in. That's all I can tell you. Other than that, we all, win when we, we all win when we all win. So make sure you're taking this content and share it with anybody you can. All right, guys. You know what's next. I love you all. Guys, peace.